Welcome to episode four of the Campaign Diaries. It's not stealing. The session starts out with characters assessing the corpses of the werewolves and generally checking around in Adrian's mansion. Uh, Adrian is left unconscious and is being um, kept in line while everyone is conducting all their searches. Party fans out to try and get all the loot they can find. And so Marcus ends up finding a leather bracer on Adrian. It's got markings on it that indicate some form of protection or weapon damage as Gus is able to read it. They're runes, so they're more like symbols rather than a written language, which is why Gus is having a hard time understanding it. Um, the runes are carved very slightly in the leather bracer, so it's almost invisible to even see them. Um, Gus, Marcus, then uh, kind of run away to go see what they can find. Gus is, or uh, John finds himself in the kitchen and he steals some kind of jar of a spice that smells vaguely of cinnamon. He heads upstairs with rest and uh, Azrak tags along. Meanwhile, Draki and Eloran, they look through the dead werewolf and they find a dark stone, roughly three inches in diameter, about an inch and a half thick, kind of circular in shape. And on it, they can see very faintly some some kind of runes or writing carved into it, but it's a very light scratch on an otherwise smooth stone. It's really dark in color, almost almost like a dark gray. It looks like it might be a river stone of some kind. So Marcus and the party begin to search upstairs. Um, Gus ends up finding a bed and decides it's a good opportunity to take a nap. Azrak, John, and Marcus find an odd room covered in bones and um, these shelves on the walls. It reminds John of some witchcraft or demon case he had in London many years ago. So Marcus then takes a look under the bed and they find inscribed in the floor a pentagram with infernal writing on it. Gus and Marcus uh, both confirm the writing talks about some kind of transporting and another place. Uh, Azarak then notes that it's directly over the room where Isaac seems to have disappeared. Um, Azarak finds another stone amongst the bones. Uh, he would end up finding out that it's an exact match for the one found by Draki and Eloran, who end up joining the party. Gus reads it and kind of similarly, there's no language. It's not like someone wrote something, but it's got symbols that convey meaning about connection and talking, even across vast distances and planes. Um, so they end up moving across the hall into Adrian's study. They begin to search books. Most of these books seem to be what you would expect someone who's running a town to have, right? There are books about engineering and about building and, and practical matters, but then there's one book that stands out. It's a history of the nine hells. It's not written in an infernal, in, in the language of infernal, but it appears to be written as a very first person perspective. And so Marcus pockets the book. Uh, the party continues to search the house. They find nothing else of value. Um, then they gather up Von Richard, who had babysitter ding on the unconscious Adrian, and decide they're going to head and search the church, looking now for um, a potential place where the coffin is stored. Since they weren't able, able to find the Vornick's coffin inside of the Boyer's mansion. In the church, they end up revealing a 
closet that gets revealed because Draki's lantern uh, brings it to light. They think they see some fluttering up in the rafters and Draki gets close and is able to shine his lantern, which at this point is still lit, casting light, and it reveals a closet. The infernal creature um, they make quite short work of, and they end up looking down in the basement and find a secret door that leads to the basement, and they find a uh, coffin inside. And underneath the coffin, they're able to find a scroll. Uh, on it, it's uh, got some kind of an incantation and writing of symbols, so it talks about protection uh, and, and inscribing something in order to create protection. Um, they're pretty certain that this coffin is Vornik's coffin. There's no other reason for it not to be. Seems to have some dirt inside of it. Marcus then seems to be compelled and he sprints out, going to Vornik's uh, castle as fast as possible. The party follows. Azrak, being the Goliath, is encumbered with carrying both the unconscious Adrian and the coffin, and so he can't fully keep up. So Von Richard, Elran, and Gus end up staying back to keep pace with Azarak while John and Marcus and Draki move forward as fast as possible. In the woods, they end up uh, finding five scarecrows who appear just out of nowhere to attack. Marcus gets surrounded at one point and gets afraid and Misty steps away. Aloran rushes forward as does Von Richard. Aloran uh, begins to attack with his halberd and everyone else begins to fight. And then Von Richard summons a ball of fire that engulfs many of the scarecrows and the party ends up making short work of the rest of the scarecrows. They go back to pick up the unconscious um, Adrian and the coffin and run up and end up getting to the entrance of the castle. At which point that is uh, the end of the session. Now it's time for some DM thoughts and DM perspectives. Uh, the party spent a lot more time actually doing uh, the searching of Adrian's Manor than I expected they would. I kind of thought that they would quickly search, look for some, some loot of value, and then kind of head out. Uh, I had planned on them um, actually engaging in the fight and doing the boss fight that last session. But they spent a lot of time inside the... Um, you know, Adrian's manner. So I wanted to make it somewhat unique. So I ended up, um, you know, adding in some explanation. I added a couple of things. The spice was not planned, but I wanted to give a reward for people who are searching. I don't want people to be doing checks without having something uh, worthwhile or behind the check. Otherwise, I would just tell them that there's nothing. Um, but, um, Chris was very interested in finding out what was there, so I wanted to give him something. I still actually may make the spice have a use, um, even though initially it was seemed it was just cinnamon and some random thing I came up with. I'll probably end up making it more than meets the eye. Uh, and then they went upstairs, so I was using an old map from Curse of Strahd for the Burgomeister's mansion. Uh, and so it had details on the map that I hadn't really anticipated because um, I didn't 
think it was going to be anything but a quick stop. So I ended up um, tying in an interesting loose end, uh, providing another explanation for a piece with the um, kind of the pentagram that existed um, to provide a different level of explanation for what was going on. Um, and I have a subplot that I'm building with John, um, and it was a good way for me to be able to tie that in. So it looked like there were bones all around the outside or whatever um, was on the map. So I decided that that's what it was and that it was tied to some kind of a demonic past that John has uh, tangoed with. It was a way of me tying the infernal creature that was Incubus, um, posing as Isaac, back to something that was connected to John's backstory. Um, and then I also wanted to give um, kind of a hint of more of kind of the infernal nature. And so the book that Marcus finds is a way of seeding, um, you know, for me to be able to see details later that will develop that uh, tie for John's backstory.